Good morning, welcome to the drive. It is December 29th and a couple more days left in this month. Uh, wow, time flies, right? Almost 2023. 20, you know, last night at our uh, church we had a night of reflection and it was such an amazing blessing to hear everyone's heart and what God has done through this last year in their lives. Um, it's always encouraging, I think, to, to see God move, to see answered prayer, and to see even as you go through struggles, learning things from God through those struggles. And so it was, it was a blessing just to, to hear, to be a part of that, and again, hear people share. Um, we're continuing on in our post-Advent uh, season. There's today and there's tomorrow. And I'm going to stop at 30 episodes. So we looked at uh, 25, 26 days of the birth of Christ and looked at the life of Christ super briefly, of course. These are short podcasts. I can't go into too too much detail. But um, today I just wanted to talk about ultimately why Jesus was born, why the prophecies were fulfilled, and it was because he had to die. Born to die. You know, it's it's been said, right, when you're born, you start dying. Right? Because time flies by, you get older. We're all in the state of decay, right? The second law of thermodynamics, the law of entropy. And uh, yeah, it's a kind of a bleak way to look at it, right? <laughs> but as Christians, we have eternity in mind, in view. We think of the spiritual. We don't try to ignore it and act like we're going to live forever. We know there's an end to this life and the beginning of a new life, real life, true life. And that's with the Lord heaven and so Jesus was born to die so that people could be saved so that people could have eternal life he gave his life one life of course the most significant life on this earth for all of humanity you know he took our place substitutionary atonement on the cross so that we wouldn't have to suffer and be tortured and die like that. You know, every time we do communion, we just did it this last week at the candlelight service, and every time we do communion, I sort of get emotional because it's just a, it's a powerful thing what Jesus did, the work on the cross. And the reason why we can celebrate during communion is because we know what his death led to. And we know that he wasn't confined to a tomb. It was empty. He rose again. And so the death of Christ, it wasn't just the death, but it was, it was torture. You read Isaiah 53. You read Psalm 22. These prophetic words that have to do with what Jesus went through, the enormity of it, the severity of it, the difficulty of it, the pain that was involved is you know we get a paper cut and we start crying you know it's like we couldn't even imagine we can imagine but it wouldn't be anywhere close to having experienced anything remotely like that you know it's just beyond our even comprehension i believe but we look to the death of jesus we look to all that he went through every lash every drop of blood every cut every bruise Every time he was mocked, think about that. It was for you. Someone said when he was going through all of that, he had you in mind. He did it for you. 
and how can we repay him? We can't. We can't repay God. God doesn't even need us. But he wants us. He wants a relationship with us. It's not like he needs our help. It's not like he's like, you know what? Let's partner together because I need help with it. He doesn't need help with anything. Right? He's God. But yet, his love. That's why he sent Jesus to die on the cross for love. Because he loves you. He absolutely loves you. And so when you think of Jesus dying on the cross, it's a personal thing. A true friend will lay his down life, his lay his life down for his friends. Like that's true love. That's true commitment. So when we look at Jesus dying, thank thank the Lord that was not even close to the end of the story. Right? It wasn't close. You know, his death had to happen. This is the model that God laid out from the Old Testament times. A perfect, unblemished lamb had to be slain in order for forgiveness to happen. But back in the Old Testament, it was just a covering. It was a band-aid. It was temporary. Jesus dying on the cross, that brought permanent forgiveness to those who are repentant and put their trust in Jesus. And that is out of this world. It literally is out of this world. That is like a supernatural, spiritual, powerful thing. And so when we look at the cross, it speaks so much of God's love for us, of his grace and his mercy for us. Uh, It speaks so much of the fact that he truly, really does want a relationship with us to reconciliation, right? Sinful man, holy God reconciliation coming together because of Christ he doesn't need a relationship with you he wants one he doesn't have to hear you pray and answer you but he wants to he's a friend of sinners not only does he love you he likes you he wants to be close and so there's nothing we can do to repay what he's done, but what we can do is surrender, is yield our lives to him and say, Lord, I can't give you anything, but here I am. Use me all for your glory. And that's where we come in. Simply to follow him. Follow him. He'll speak through you. He'll use you. He'll cause you to be a light wherever you are. He'll use you to be an influence for someone who needs it. Your life should speak what the truth says, right? And God gives us even the strength and equips us to do that as well. He doesn't just leave us on our own and says, and says well, hopefully you're strong enough for this. <laughs> we're not. We're totally weak. And when we're in that state, his strength is made perfect. And that is amazing. So the death of Jesus, man... You think about his mom, you know, Mary, looking on. Seeing her son tortured, crucified, hanging up there. In pain, bloody, uh, unrecognizable. And you think about the mother's heart towards her children. And it's like, oh, the severity of it. And I love when 
when he says to John, you know, behold your mother. And he basically puts John in charge of, of Mary, his mom. And it's just this powerful, historical, biblical scene. It's like, wow. What love Jesus had. And how amazing that he would take on the Father's will, agreeing to it fully, com completely committed in the garden. When he said, if this is not your will, let this cup pass for me. Like, if there's another way, show me. There wasn't another way. There was only one way. And that's the way Jesus took. And because of it, we're free, we're forgiven, we're saved. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys, and I hope you have an amazing day.